Welcome to the Triple Confirmed Podcast, where we discuss Bitcoin price talk, trading ideas, and much, much more. I'm your host, The Baked Potato, a seven-year crypto analyst and crypto YouTuber. Today's date is January 5th, and this is episode 283. Hopefully, you guys are having a fantastic Friday today. Lambo or Lada? <laughs> that is the deeper question, my friend. P.O., Chris, guys, welcome. All right, we've got some important things to go over today. Obviously, we did not get the ETF approval. As some people were saying, more than likely still to have an answer by next week, Monday or Wednesday. We'll have to see. But so far, as always, starting off with our macro timeframes, Bitcoin on the weekly, what is going on? What do we see? Well, uh, the well, honestly, it's not looking too shabby. We're definitely looking a lot better than we were on uh, Wednesday and or Monday when this thing started to pull back. Smoke and mirrors. Yes. Uh, the candle's looking quite a bit healthier here as far as normal candles are concerned. And Heiken Ashes, uh, we're still potentially on the path of looking for a higher high candle close as far as that weekly is concerned. That would more than likely push us towards getting a green dot over the next week or two. And then potentially re-triple confirming ourselves right back into the upside in the Bannacle Touch Me Zone or very close to it. So... There is some potentially exciting stuff if all the momentum can turn itself back into the upside. We know that our overall weekly momentum and fibs is still very strong, very much to the upside, and overall still looking quite good. So I'm not terribly too worried about any of this sideways shenanigans accumulation. The fact that we keep playing between 42, 44, 42, 44, you know, there's a... Almost, <laughs> oh goodness, it's a it's a beautiful little swing back and forth that we've been seeing as uh, this accumulation phase has continued. Uh, as far as the midterm macros are concerned, we don't really have a whole lot of new data here. Five days still looking very healthy overall. Four day, not too bad. Really just choppy shenanigans before we have an actual accurate answer of re either re-triple confirmation and fibs extending into the upside once again and or some sort of market structure flip and overall red dot continuation overall money flow turning back down yeah i definitely still don't think it's a time to be shorting unless obviously we see some sort of manipulation event uh swing down into the etf news some sort of very short-term sell-off as we saw the other day. Can they really achieve it at this point in time? I don't know. I don't know if that's going to be possible for the baby bull, the baby bears. More than likely to pull ourselves through this thing. Volume starting to pick up as we can see on our three-day, two-day, and one-day. Things, I mean, still quite flat, but overall still pulling themselves back up. Our next level of interest, if we can start to break above 44,200 would be back towards the wick highs of 45.9 and or all the way up into the full extension of around 49.850,000. From there, we potentially are still on track for some sort of hidden normal bearish divergence, bigger swing back down, correction still into the end of this month and or February, and then overall upside continuation from that point going into the halvening, 
We have a lot of good stuff still to look forward to this year. You know, we're, we're five days into 2024. I know a lot of stock market guys have been talking about all oh, the first five days of the markets are the most important. They're the most important. Jim Cramer saying we got to buy, buy, buy. I love Bitcoin. Yeah, they're just they're just messing with people. You know, the stock market still looks very healthy, even though we've had five days of overall correction from our new broken high of 17,000 on the NASDAQ S&P still tickling around what was previous uh, very, very key level resistance, hopefully now holding his support still. So, I mean, yes, things are just not as bad as they actually seem to be. And I think that's the most important thing we need to keep in the back of our mind. You know, stock market chilling right around all time high. Bitcoin still quite a bit of a percentage away. Still quite a bit of a percentage away. Uh, we're talking almost 60%. Just do a little range pull quickly. Yeah, almost 60%, 57-ish percent still from 44 to get us to the all time high. So, I mean, you know, it's not a crazy amount of percentage, but it is definitely a feat that we need to beat. Lots of momentum. Everything's still in the midterm macros looking absolutely fine. When we start to get down into our Bitcoin medium terms, midterm, short terms, 12 hour, as we were starting to look a little shaky, is actually pulling itself back up, potentially turning money flow back into the upside. Green dot potentially confirming in 11 hours from now. So things again, yeah, just not as bad as they actually seem to be. I really have a lot of hope going into this move that things are just going to overall continue. Oi, oi, oi. Welcome, Zemus. Uh, key level support of the short terms and midterms is still holding at this current time. Closing back below 42 at this point in time may trigger some sort of deeper correction in towards 38 to 37. But otherwise, as long as we're not closing back below 42, I would be at least expecting some sort of retest back into 45, maybe over the weekend and or to break the previous high here and try and test into 46, 9, 47 as far as the shorter terms are concerned. If we, especially if we get the retriple, uh, never mind, we've already got it. Six hour already retriple confirmed back up, four hour uh, on the next candle close in three and a half hours potentially. So we've had a little bit of shake back and forth. Uh, once this actually does go to the upside, we may see a little bit more consolidation into the weekend, but you know, the last. I think for the last three months, the weekends have actually been quite positive, overall good, and building support and strength going into the early week. So I'll have to keep our eye out for that. But overall, right now, 4-Hour is showing us that this bigger dip that we had, um, and overallness has been just a big fake out and we're turning ourselves back up. Momentum, building beautifully, retriple confirmation potentially coming already confirmed on the six hour so the four hour may just be a little haven't gotten shaken out uh is still on the verge of triple confirming yes 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 so far higher highs higher lows maintained everything looks fine absolutely fine you know the my biggest my biggest concern or worry going into this next week is something some sort of bigger fake out with the etf news especially if we don't see approval. Um, but at this stage of the game, I really don't see how they could uh, not approve us this time around. I believe that there's a bunch of lawsuits that, <laughs> that are going to come up if the SEC 
uh, pushes it back again. So, I mean, you know, like, I, th I think they're wedged into a corner. They finally have to make this decision after so many years. Yes. Don't worry, guys. I will come back to your questions uh, at the end of the podcast portion of today's episode. I will get right into that. Don't worry, Zemus and Chris. Uh, moving on from Bitcoin. Again, the, uh, the thing to keep in the back of your minds, guys, is that the midterm and the medium term are slowly turning themselves back up. The overall macros, you know, faltered a little bit this week. But overall, we're still actually looking quite strong. Continuous closes of higher high candle closes is going to be what pushes us into an overall curvaturing upside uh, push still from here over the next couple of weeks, potentially. So we need to be aware of that. Total three yesterday did end up projecting off the $500 billion level right off the midpoint of the medium terms Gaussian channel. Uh, we talked about it in our last episode on Wednesday, happened yesterday, and we've seen short-term rejection so far. What we're seeing here now potentially is still acting as support around 486 all the way down into our 618 of 469. So we still may see some sort of wick down into the weekend or early next week of the total three, pulling the alts, making them bleed just a little bit more. Um, but overall, as long as we're holding that 618, 469 billion, I still think we're at a very heightened chance uh, for bounce continuation. From this point, a very potentially distinctive hidden bullish divergence to come if we do test back into that what was macro level resistance now turned support. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, we don't need to see it. We could be using this as a converging wave instead, a higher low continuation wave rather than a hidden bullish divergence stacked onto it. And because we had previous hidden bullish divergence stacked on the last previous couple lows we have obviously higher lows here lower lows from the previous lows of the said lows you know the everything from back here this consolidation all the way throughout november going into this low of the 19th is all hidden bullish divergence every single one from that point so it's looking good underlyingly good the macro again of the total three has not changed we do have this Quite a nasty little dough candle on the Hikanashi. Normal candles still hasn't made up its mind. It still could end up pushing above 500 billion before Sunday's close to basically invalidate 90% of this candle wick shenanigans. So we'll have to keep our eye out for that. The overallness, you know, the weekly being crossed through the Gaussian channel, trading above, still at a risk of having to test back down, but it is not that common that it does that. Previous cases of the weekly just blew through, tested back quickly, maybe a little bit lower than we are now, and overall continuation to the upside came from the last rally once we crossed. We still need to change that color into the green, a multi-day already giving us a forewarning of potentially what's to come here. Market structure built into the green support back at 300 billion and the Gaussian channel having turned uh, pretty much when we started topping out and uh, pushing back a little bit. So again, interesting stuff going on over here. Oh, yes. Coming back over here to the stock market, probably won't see anything super interesting until next week. Um, as of right now, we are all holding and bounced pretty well off of key level support. Uh, 16,340. 16,420 have both since been holding. 
So we may start to see bounce. We see the market liberator starting to pinch off. Money flow still being in the green and overall volume potentially starting to turn back up. Uh, the stock market pullback may be over going into next week, holding 4,700 on the S&P. Key level support, 46.90. We previously talked about that. Holding as long as that's the case, we may start to see market structure flip into this point uh, and overall fibs extending to the upside. That would basically give us the green light uh, for overall continuation to try and head back towards the macro level of channel resistance, which could be as high as about 5,700 points. So about 1,000 points above where we are right now as far as the SPX is concerned. That's about a 20-ish percent gain over the course of the next couple months and or depending on this thing could potentially take the rest of the year to get to that point. We don't know for sure. The longer it takes, though, the higher the target is going to be when we actually get a chance to test back up into that previous channel level. Yes, as far as the midterms and short terms are concerned, Forte giving me a little bit of questionable charting right now we still could see some sort of continuation down if we start to break back below this level 4690 uh levels that come to mind are going to be our previous uh three day uh, 382 at around 4530 and or the worst case scenario probably back towards 4420 or 4380 but overall that's still a higher low skipping us along the line of fate the line of continuation, the beautiful, skipping, beautiful stock market, really real, not manipulated. <laughs> I think you get what I'm getting at. We're much more likely to see overall continuation throughout the next six months, year, or even two years, as far as the stock market is concerned. Dixie and U.S. tenure, um, not showing any signs of really stopping in the shorter term. More than likely to see continuation up. Still at this point, we could be testing as high as what looks like 4.2% uh, on the U.S. 10-year yield and Dixie potentially all the way back up into 103.8 or 104.2. Back towards market structure, it's still a lower high overall. Previous, what was resistance, turn support, and then turns resistance again. Maybe looking to retest into that level if we see a rejection again off of that mid of the Gaussian channel of market structure, we would be looking for a much deeper and harder move to the downside, basically rejecting everything that would and could be support and pulling itself back down in a more aggressive manner. So overall continuation short term to the upside, probably still more than likely. We did see a pretty hard rejection as far as today was concerned on the Dixie, but we're still holding structure at this point in time. I'd be looking for a close under 102.2 and structure to start flipping back into bearish to say for sure that we are just rejecting this level. We're not going to see overall short-term continuation back up. Yes. What about Doge, bro? Don't you worry. We will be covering the altcoins in the second part of today's show. Ah, ah, ah. Yes. As always, these episodes are brought to you in part by TripleConfirmation.com, your number one source for decentralized, automated trading bot action. And we hope that you guys have a great rest of your weekend. We will be back here on Monday to bring you more good charting fun action. All right, my friends, take care. Bye-bye.